Reading from Srimad Bhagavata, uh, Riyad Bhagavata Rita. Book one, chapter one, text 63. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sarva Bomo Munivaram Sampuja Prashrito Bhave Nidra Shlaga Varajata Lajanamita Mastika, the king, that ruler of the vast region then worshipped the topmost sage and humbly replied, his head bowed down in embarrassment by the weight of hearing his own praise. Omigana timarandasya gananjana shalakaya taksur unmulatamyena tasvai sri gurave namaha sri chaitanyamano vistam stapitam yena bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivas Adi Gaur Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So when I'm not prepared for a class, the way I empower myself is with integrity speaking about how much I'm not prepared. <laughs> um, and then somehow maybe Krishna will empower me. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can see I can't even think straight. Um, yeah, I don't do well the day after traveling. That's just my nature. Everyone has different, some scars and different natures. Uh, and yesterday, well, the Rathiyatra, it was really wonderful. But, um, you know, I don't drink water when I'm at the Rathiyatra. <laughs> you don't eat regularly. The sun beats down on your head. And, uh, but it's such a wonderful opportunity for me. And, you know, the Rathiyatra, in an ideal world, I think I'd just be concentrating on the pastime as Lord Chaitanya, you know, dancing in the Rafa Yatra cards. And like one of my favorite verses in Arpita, Churim Churat Kurunaya Vatirna Kalo. He gave something that's never before given for a long, long time. And, that, and what he's never given for a long, long time 
is exemplified in the Rathiatra because it's, you know, Lord Chaitanya was Krishna taking the mood and complexion of his devotees to experience his own ecstatic love. But the form of that ecstatic love is Jagannath. The form of, of, of the love of the gopis, of Radha's love, is Jagannath, because Jagannath is the deity that expresses the most love for Sri Radha, because it's in, it's in that ecstasy and, and the eyes and things like that. So that's one way to do Rathiatra. Um, but for me, it, it's kind of in my service, such an important opportunity because it's where all the Vaishnavas congregate. And I, I would probably say if, if we had a contest, perhaps I'm connected with more people there than anybody. Because I've been preaching there longer than anybody and on the inside and the out. So it's really something too to connect with these people, which is perhaps the only opportunity they'll have to see you. And it was really nice. Um, yeah, just like Brin um, from Yoga Maya, who's an aspiring disciple, who's been a little distance for you. I was very surprised to see her there. So that was so nice. And, and just other people who you preach to over the years and you reconnect with them. And so it's a tremendous opportunity for me to network and uh, spread Krishna consciousness and just contact. But there's also lamentation because there's so many people that I didn't see and I wanted to see who I haven't seen for a year or even even a couple of months. And just in relationship, just wanting to touch base with everybody. And, uh, you know, it was frustrating that it wasn't possible. I practically couldn't move from one spot. Um, and then the, the long ride down from Massachusetts, where I was staying with Don Kelly, who's see on here today and and driving down leaving leaving at 6 45 in the morning getting back here at eight o'clock and then being so overheated that i did something that i maybe do once a year which is eat a bowl of ice cream which is not i don't take that much sugar but somehow i digested it um so that's my disqualification just to try to just to try to get speaking and try to getting my uh, my engine up and trying to get and and, and I really understand um, you know from speaking how much I've said this important is is the mode that you're in the mode of goodness is very much connected with to be able to access memory. It's amazing how many things are stored in there and how many things come out. And then when you're 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 lecturing, 
your mind works on two platforms, what you're saying, and then how the different points that are connected, because what an interesting lecture is, is, is something that has a theme and is consistent with its theme and focus. And, and focus or theme means the one point that connects everything else. That's what creates dynamicism. I think that's why people like my Monday morning greetings. Because it's one point and it's concise and everything's connected. It's called focus. Um, but to keep that focus in, in writing is one thing because you could, it's not focus, you could put it out, but to keep it focused, you know, you really have to have a, an insight of what the text is. And then as you're speaking on it and, and your memory and your frame of reference is adding points that can be connected. Um, and then you begin speaking. Somehow you know, that can't it can't disappear and it does disappear sometimes. So let's see where I'll start. I, I fortunately I've been doing this. I've been teaching this to uh, people in New Zealand every two weeks, and now our Russian sangha is developing nicely. And I've been doing that every week and then twice here. So I don't have to go far back. Uh, everybody here knows where we're going with this. Um, that it's Sanatana Goswami's presentation to the world of bhakti and specifically the gradations of bhakti to highlight that the Parama Disha Antim, that the, the extreme limit is the love of the gopis, which is Samarpiyatam Unatoj Falam Rasam Swabhakti Swayam, which is what Lord Chaitanya, you know, tried to, to give. Um, so it's presented in a story which Jaimini Rishi is telling Janame Jaya about what Maharaj Prickett was telling his mother Uttama who wanted this, a summary of the Bhagavatam. It's not just a summary of the Bhagavatam, but a summary in a way that the common, not, not, not the common people, but the devotees could understand this. Bhagavatamrita, Amrita means nectar, it also means essence, the essence of the nectar of the Bhagavatam, presented in an engaging way, and it's that story of Narada, Narada Muni searching for the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. And when he finds that person, we learn so much about bhakti because we see first that person's humility, so we learn something of bhakti. And then that person's description of the person he's pointing Narada to, not only to deflect his praise, not neglect praise, but to point to something higher. And then we see Narada's interaction with the person and what his vision is. So we see the, the, the essence of, of what is a devotee through the eyes of Narada, 
and through the eyes of the pure devotees who point to other people who are higher. So now we have that the Brahmin pointed to the king and the glory of the king was his kingdom. The topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy because the kingdom was a reflection of his devotion. It's like your family may be a reflection of your parenting. It's not absolute correlation because there's karma involved, but if it's good, <laughs> if it's really good, a lot of times when it's bad, yeah, well, if it's really good, wow, you can see how impressive that is in the person's consciousness, you know. Um, so the kingdom is very special. It's devotional. There's many temples. The citizens are what the hell this country is coming to and how that points to the, to the leadership in the last whatever it is, 10 years or whatever, so many years. It's unbelievable. The, the, the leadership is required and, and, and it's reflected. Even when Prabhupada first met Brahmananda's mother, he said, good progeny, good source. So you can tell a lot about the king by the progeny, by the project. And the people were so pious, but, but and, and, and good attracts good. So you can see the kingdom just attracting such high quality people. Um, and, and the prasadam, the prasadam was another, um, The prasadam was another symptom. You can tell the devotion by, by cooking, you can tell the devotion. Because devotion is to offer the best. And when someone does something out of love and offers it out of love, they offer the best. You can tell, you can tell their love by the, by the quality of the prasadam. I guess this is going to be a rare Monday morning greetings when Henry is not there. Ratiatra is pretty intense. But I told him when I went to his house and 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 we 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 had the Posada by Jamuna. One time the, the feast she made for the 20th anniversary where she fused geese for like two weeks, whatever that means. We had a plate of Spanish and something else. And then she made the, I joke with Henry, the supreme personality of oatmeal. But, you know, that's what Radha is. Radha means to, to that love is manifest in offering the best. And to experience the best is not just a sensual experience, but it's experiencing the, the consciousness of the person who created the best. So the kingdom is reflecting of the king's consciousness 
and his empowerment of the, the worship. So especially in the main temple, just the prashadam, and then the quality of the people and the, and the devotees that were there, that would be, and the quality of the pilgrims that were coming. And the lack of the king's possessiveness. And we explained this point many, many times. Janma Aishvar Shruta Shribir Edamana Mada Punam. Edamana Mada Mada. Intoxicated with pride because of, of certain aristocratic birth and, and so many things. So it's it's dangerous position. It's dangerous position to have accoutrements of power. It, it's good karma in one sense. You did something, you get something good, but it's also dangerous for consciousness because we're so, the false ego, which is the, that's what we, the end of our previous life, somehow Krishna's inconceivable potency to continue our journey of purification and deciding what material experience we require to frustrate us and to teach us lessons. And, and that's also connected and based on our past deeds, past deeds and past desires that Krishna makes a decision. And that decision is based on giving us a body. And, and, and the false ego delimits the consciousness to identify with that body. But basically the body is for enjoyment and control because that's what the false ego is. So everybody on, on that platform, our karma is seeking to control and enjoy, which requires power. Because control, control why? To move things in a way that satisfies our desires. So when you have those powers, it's such a temptation to do that. And therefore it says, uh, when Krishna is merciful, he may remove those things. He may move those things. And it's considered like reducing a fever. So it's especially, it's very impressive. And that's why the, the Brahmin points to a king who has all these accoutrements of power, has all these accoutrements of power, but none of the sense of possessiveness. He's seeing everything. What is the devotee? He sees my the things I have and the inspiration to use them are coming from Krishna and can be taken by Krishna in a second. So he has that vision because you have to be free from false ego, otherwise it clouds the consciousness. So the internal body has been changed into the mood of servant. So the same things that may entice us, inspire the person in service. I had a little experience of that when, I remember 25 years ago, I got one of these quit India notices. I was in the West for like six months. And I was preaching. I was living in the Brooklyn Temple, but preaching in 26-Second Avenue. I remember going over, it was the Brooklyn Bridge, the you know, Williamsburg Bridge, and seeing the city, you know, in the terms of preaching, seeing it, you know, 
in terms of giving it to Krishna or something like that. This king was impressive to the extent that he didn't claim possessiveness of anything in the kingdom. He put it in, he put in the hands of the deity. And then, so the priest didn't even own it. It's like the president doesn't own the country. The next president will, or the next president, not own it, but you, so he didn't own it, but they, they were the caretaker for the deities. Whereas he couldn't go, okay, this is my wealth and land, go. No, it's the deities. And the king had that consciousness. And plus, the king personally worshipped the deities. He was humble, and it was very impressive. He inspired all his family. The verse in the Bhagavatam, your senses are controlled. You control, everybody follows you. So now, Narada Muni, excited, and, and he praises him. But he won't accept it. He won't accept it because he knows where that power is coming from. Prakriti kriya manani gunai karmani sarvasha ahanka vabhudama kartaham iti manyate. We're fools if we think we are the doer. There's five factors of action. One is the endeavor. So the ignorance is thinking that the endeavor is everything. When it's, it's the, the endeavor just puts you in a particular thing to control you to do things. So, and, and therefore, and, and this point I mentioned many times, I'm, I'm, I'm making a shorter introduction than usual, but is that it's such an important point that in the right consciousness, when you get mercy and recognize mercy, when you're humble, it creates a real sweet humility. I don't deserve. That's what that that's that's the foundation of love. Because you feel it deserve that you deserve something, it's never love. So humility is the foundation of love, because what you get, you can't feel it as love if you're proud because you think you'll deserve it. So when he hears all these praise, thinking that he doesn't deserve it, and in one sense, rightly so, in other sense, of course, there's some you know credit, but then it, it, it's, it's kind of a weight. It's kind of a weight. I'm not this. I'm not this. You feel like a pretender. I'm not this. I'm not this. So it's kind of a weight. And, 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 and when you keep on saying, I'm not this, I'm not this, it bows the head in humility and giving credit to Krishna. I'm not this, I'm not this, I'm not this. So he's laja, embarrassed. He's embarrassed by hearing his own praise. And namita, he bends down. 
mustaka, his head. And he felt it as brat, weight. Shlagha brat, nidra shlagha brat, the weight of his own praise. The weight of his own praise. Because he did two things. If you don't have any consciousness, it's not it, 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 it's going to be a weight in another way. But you're, you're going to accept the praise, and it, it, the praise won't feel like a weight, but 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 eventually it'll weigh on your consciousness. Or if you're if, if you're somewhat advanced, and, and it, you'll just realize that I don't like this because I'm really not this. And then someone who really is that doesn't think he's that. So he has the same feeling. So now he's going to look at himself and everything that came, he's going to say, Opa. Opa means Swopadharma, Swopadharma. A little, a little. I just have a little. And that's realistic. When you when you when you're conscious of God, you know what is your intelligence? You can make comparative you can make comparative comparisons or relative ones. The relevant one is, is a relationship to everything else. The absolute one is a relationship to God. And that's why in the Bhagavatam, the first step in God realization, the first two categories are um, see, this is where my running around yesterday, eating ice cream at night. <laughs> which I feel good about. I think it was the perfect thing for me. Waking up in not the, the right consciousness. How can I feel? Atra sargas, the sargas job. Creation, post-creation. That's why we have to hear about it. We have to have a, a, an absolute comparison for our ego. Of course, the absolute comparison, the absolute, absolute comparison, not just God's opulence, but his love and his sweetness and his beauty, his person, his person, a person's love. That's who a person is. It's their love and their love for you. I'm your friend. I am your lover. That is an absolute comparison. But at least to have the material creation of connected to God so that we don't walk around in this absurd conception that I'm the center of the world. We all have our narrative, right? I am the center of the world. And so, so Devarshi, Alpa, Yusham, Swalpa, see how many times, 10, 5, so many times Alpa is mentioned. Devarsha, Deveshalpa Yeshum Swalpai Swayam Alpa Pradam Naram Aspatantram Vayakrantam Tapatraya Niantritam 
Krishnanugraha Bhakshasi Ayogyam Avicharita Tadiya Karuna Patram Katamma Manyate Bhavam. The king said, O sage among the demigods, I am a human being. Now reality with a short lifespan, little opulence, and little to give to others. I have no independence. I am constantly attacked by fear and ruled by the threefold miseries of life. I do not even deserve Krishna's word that in the future he might show me his mercy. Why did you wrongly consider me an object of his compassion? Yeah, you know, look at it. I, I, I read this cartoon uh, is called uh, Top Cat. We used to watch that, Top Cat. And Top Cat was the king of the alley cats. So you can look at it that way. I'm so powerful. Or you can look at the alley cats in relation to people who live in the houses and I'm in the alley. So he's thinking, I'm in the material world. What can the credit be? You can look at that. So the king thought Narada could have mistaken him to be a favored devotee of Krishna's only by failing to use his natural good discretion. Before becoming a pure devotee, one has to free oneself from illusion. But the king's opinion of himself was that he was still Maya's slave, subject to the tyranny of ritual duties. What to speak of having realized his relationship with Lord Krishna, he felt he didn't deserve that the Lord's promise, I will show you my favor someday. Or understanding Krishna Nugraha, Bhakshasya, in other sense, he did not deserve to have anyone say, this person is favored by Krishna. The king directs Narada to the demigods. That's what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't have it. But I think if you're humble, <laughs> I think if you're humble, that's your vision. We have glimpses of it. It's not artificial. It's really uh, our empowerment, it, it, our qualities. Yeah, it's what is it? Compa compared. In comparison. Deva Eva Daya Patram Vishnur Bhagavata Kila Hujamana Narai Nityam Tejo Mayam Sarirana. The demigods are the real objects of the Supreme Lord Vishnu's mercy. They have effulgent bodies and are always worshipable by men. So it's very interesting here, and this is something I'm trying to figure out, that this mercy is, God's mercy, is, is sometimes acquainted with the material. And it is mercy when it's suchinam, srimatam, gehe, yoga, vrashtabhajaya, that due to your situation you're born in a material situation where you are not encumbered it could also be the same thing could also be not krishna's mercy but bhagavad gita definitely says yoga brashta i've done the work i haven't completed suchinam 
One is a Brahmin family, Suchinam Srimatam, an aristocratic family. So, so there's something like that, and something of God's mercy being a demigod. And and there's something not God's mercy about being a demigod, too. There's something God's mercy about being born in such a yuga, and there's something not God's mercy about being born in such a yuga. Because opulence can cover you and also can free you. So therefore, Krishna's mercy could be that he can give you a lot, too. It all depends on your consciousness, but there's some piety in the demigods. He's not just going to demigods. He's talking about who's got Krishna's mercy, Lord Brahma. 100 births perfectly executing Van Ashram. So I have to say, I'm, I'm going to say, that my, these are not my favorite sections, the demigods. And it's like, I like the Brahmin, the king. And I always look at sections um for my ability to speak on them to give the class that that's that's my rating of different sections uh, who knows i may even skip some but let's see so they have fulgent births and they they're always worshiped by men nishpapa satvika dukha rahita sukhina siddha swachan Tachara gateo bhaktecha varadayaka. They are sinless, fixed in goodness, free from distress, and always happy. They act and travel however they like. They give their blessings by granting whatever their devotees desires. So this is okay. They're, they're nishpa, they're nishpapa, papa. Pop, sin, nishpa, without sin, sattvika, fixed in goodness, dukkha, rahita, free from distress, sukhana, happy, sada, always. So the king is saying these people really have Krishna's mercy. If you equate those situations, certainly sin, sinful, fixed in goodness, it has to come by Krishna. In other words, you you, you 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 can attract these things. That's your credit. Your credit is not creating these things or causing these things. You can attract these things. And if you attract these things, it's mercy because you can it can be used in Krishna's service. Yesham hi bhagyam amritam rityuroga jaradi rit. Swecha yupanitam shutrid badabhave patushtidam. Their food is the nectar of immortality, which does away with such miseries as death, disease, and old age. Though not forced by hunger or thirst, the demigods enjoy great satisfaction partaking of this nectar by their own soil. So they're trying to say there's no iniquities. And it seems not only are they not disturbed by hunger, but they never get full either. 
<laughs> so, and Amrita, the drink, it's nectar. Amrita, not death. There's some very potent. But somehow, to the devotees, Narayana Parasarve Nakutas Chanya Bibhyati Swaga Pavaga Narakeshu Apitulyatta Darshana. One who is Narayana Parayana, who really loves Krishna. Nakutas Chanya Bibhyati Swaga Pavagana. He doesn't care. Swaga, he doesn't care. He just doesn't care about all these things. So it's interesting in one sense, it's being described as the mercy of Krishna. According to my frame of reference, it has a limited, limited mercy of Krishna. Because the mercy of Krishna is what brings you closer to him. That's what's the mercy of Krishna. So we have that standard. So we're reading this. If that's the mercy of Krishna, I want to go there. Yeah, I'd love to be sinless in the mode of goodness and have no hunger, have no thirst, and drink all these incredible beverages and be in no distress. But that's not Kunti's Vaikunta. Kunti's Vaikunta is Vipada Shantu Tashashvat Tatra Tatra Jagatru. Let these calamities happen again and again. Because then you are with me, Krishna. So what is mercy? Asanti Bhagavan Swarge Mahabhaga Balenaye Yonir Bir Bharate Varshe Sat Punyai Labyate. O godly Narada, on the strength of their good fortune, they live in the realm of heaven which humans on earth can attain only by perfect pious work. But pious work is still fruitive. Hmm. Purport, we'll read this purport. And then the saintly king proposes that the demigods are the most favored devotees of Krishna. To demonstrate this, he contrasts them with ordinary human beings. Humans like himself acknowledge the superiority of the demigods and worship them in Vedic sacrifices. The demigods, less encumbered than humans by physical restraints, are free to travel as they like, even flying in the sky. Even flying in the sky without vehicles. Some rich and powerful humans may be famous for charity, but the demigods have universal powers by which they can fill all their worshippers' desires. The soma nectar, the demigods drink, frees them from death, disease, and old age, and is implied by the word adi and so on, also forgives them from fatigue, perspiration, bodily odor. That's a huge one, right? and other embarrassments. Since demigods are never hungry or thirsty, one might question what benefit they derive from drinking their soma. The king answers that they enjoy soma very much. Their pleasure is more subtle than the unamoy glorification of ordinary eating and drinking. 
compared with the mortals of earth, the inhabitants of heaven seem immortal and independent. They, they must be dear to Lord Krishna. So the king points that next to Indra. He points next to Indra as the best of demigods. I will just read Indra. Mune Vishishtas Tatrapi Tesham Indra Parandara Nigrahe Nugrahe Kishod Vrishnibir Loka Jivana. My dear sage, the most distinguished of those demigods is Paranda Indra. He has full power to reward and punish, and he gives the world life by providing rain. Trilokish Varata Yasya Yuganam Ekasaptatim Yasvameda Shantenapi Sarvabo Masya Durlaba. He rules the three planetary system for 71 celestial ages, a length of sovereignty no mundane king could earn even by 100 horse sacrifices. So the Indras, yeah, they have, they, they rule. I know the Manus, the Manus are the kings, they rule. Every Manu rules. Fourteen. There are seven Manus in a lifetime. Seven Manus. And there are 14 Manus. And each Manu rules for 72 Yuga cycles. Yuga cycle is uh, 4,300,000 years. So they only have to campaign after four, four, you know, so many, yeah. Okay, Jaya. nice to see you and your husband yesterday. Thank you, Maharaj. My husband always enjoys his once a, once a year seeing of you. He's a great guy. He's an amazing person. I'm, I just I'm, love dry New York humor. <laughs> but, and he has it in spades. <laughs> I can I can go with him. I tell her husband. I tell her every year I meet her husband and I tell the husband that, you know, I want to report. <laughs> Because last year I ordered Shamuna Jaya that she should at least see you 15 minutes every every week. Because <laughs> she's at every class, everything, <laughs> yoga, bhakti center. He's a good sport. He is a very good sport, right? So he likes that. That's my joke with him. She's doing her 15 minutes. <laughs> And he loved that you validated the fact that I was somehow sucking life out of him. That's been his theory. He what, said, what he said is he wakes up in the morning exhausted 
And all he can say is that somehow his wife has a mystic power that sucks out everyone's energy and gives it to her. So I, we, we had a good time. <laughs> okay. he, he enjoyed it. I really am enjoying so much the, the, that, that comment, the weight of the praise, the weight of the praise is just, and it's interesting, you just got to Indra and in the morning Bhagavatam class at the Bhakti Center, we're just um, finishing the, uh, the lifting the Govardhan Hill, Leela. So it's such a nice contrast to, to hear this because we're just, we're just getting to the point where um, Indra himself is so repentant because he got too proud. So it's just always such an amazing reminder of, of the of the thing about the pride. But I love that the feel the weight of the praise. I'm like, get it off me. So that was I, I loved how you put that, Marash. Nice. I mean, it was nice to see Bryn there. I know you work at a yoga studio, so I think she couldn't really get away from it because your bubbly devotion walks in there every year, every week. <laughs> Yeah, I told her, um, I text her, but she teaches right after me. So I text her, I said, Mirage just gave you a shout out on his class. Mm. <laughs> so, it was great to see her there. And I, I, if it wasn't for Bryn, I wouldn't have met you. So I am forever okay. grateful to her. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Mirage. Okay, how are you all? I'll say hello. Oh. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Well. Hare Krishna. It's nice to see you there. Yeah. Okay, great. Good morning, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Sweet. I wish I could have been at the Rathiyatra, but fate has me other places. <laughs> it's exhausting. A, How many we people a, do we know? I know. There, there, there have been too many. And then you feel bad because you're talking to someone and then someone who you haven't seen for a while is just standing there waiting. Oh, I know. You don't oh. know how to give them the affection that you really feel for them at the same time, not to insult the person that you're speaking to. Oh, it, it, I, I'm exhausted after that. It's, it's, it's too many eyes. No, I know what you mean. But I have a candidate here for two weeks on BI digging deep. So it's very special time here. Wow. Great. Great. Okay. Hi, Walmart. Well, nice to see you. Anybody else say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Can I do one question? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, you know, the king, he didn't want any praise out of his humility, like all of them. But I'm trying to kind of reconcile that with, you know, we hear popularly that you deserve the best. You know, maybe it's, it's to counter the pervasive lack of self-esteem that people have or whatever. Yeah. So on the one hand, we hear you deserve the best and, you know, superficially it sounds good, but, you know, at the same time, I'm thinking, well, Krishna does want the best for us, you know, so it can be taken two ways, you know, that, well, why do I deserve the best? You know, look at who I am. But on the other hand, yeah, I do deserve the best because I am, you know, I'm Krishna's child and he wants the best for me. Uh-huh. And you want me to ask that question in my debilitated mental state? <laughs> <laughs> you 
you rascal, Gail. I can't even think straight. I couldn't even answer you. I couldn't even understand your question. Um, let me just try to figure it out. Um, yeah, but you see, the best for Krishna wants the best for us, but the best for us is devotion. And so if someone really wants the best for someone, it's not contradictory to what Krishna wants. He also wants the person to have devotion. So, uh, and you're, then you equate that with the praise. You know, I wish you the best. But that's also, you know, it, it, it's love. It, 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 it's what someone gives you and how you take it doesn't have to be equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good for them in their consciousness to praise uh-huh. others. It's not uh-huh. good for you to accept it. So what, what are you going to do? Not accept it. Like I'm a teacher and students, you know, I could just say, don't work, don't have no Vyasa don't bow down, don't, you know. So it's up to me to kind uh-huh. of reflect it and, and think I'm accepting some behalf of Prabhupada. And it's up to them to offer the respect. So sometimes, it, you know, things fit neatly by the consciousness of the people. Mm. They adjust nice. Really uh, nice. Maharaj, that was good. You know, you always give your best in debilitated states. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just gonna write a book. You know, <laughs> the the yoga of eating ice cream and waking up on the left side of the bed. <laughs> I mean, I still woke up early. That's just my nature. I mean, I, I I still got up before three, even though I went to bed late. But ice cream wasn't there. I was I was hungry too when I left there too because you know it's a whole strategy how to go there and be in a good you know wake up don't eat really much I, I wake up I woke up really or like one or two took about a, a about, about a liter of took about a liter of water you know and then we left didn't really eat so much then a little bit later I had something there. But I'm Bricodera, wolf belly, ferocious appetite. So when I got back, I was still hungry, but so hot, you know. So it wasn't my normal thing. Normally, I'm not eating now. I'm not eating anything after lunch because I want in the morning to be so fixed. So. Yeah, so your 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 job, Gail, is to, debil- to debilitate me <laughs> so that I can. And uh, okay, okay. Anyway, I just sorry that I, I I I so many people I missed. I didn't say see. I couldn't say hello to, you know, because it was just usually somehow or other I see everyone there, but I never got past half of the place. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else say hello today? Hey, Christian, go around. And Broja, thank you for class. We missed you guys. Yeah, I know. If you come tomorrow, cook for one more because um, Rasi Kovind is here with me. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not sure I need a shave because I just got one before. Okay. All right. We can skip it. But you need to grow a beard. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, like, looking better with the beard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Terrible. No, no, I'm not. I'm just my humor. Come on. <laughs> family, Brudger. You know. <laughs> Even though you're Italian, you know the art of kibitzing. Yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Okay, Haribo. Thank you for the class. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to see you. Good. Who else? Okay, Hemalantarada, I hear you. How are you, Maharaj? I'm here with Shanky Shore. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Good to see you. We be in. Okay. Wow. There's so much in Krishna consciousness that Prabhupada's given us. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just never ends. You just got to pick one thing someplace. There's you guys are going to come on. You'll see me in India. That's right. You'll. What, when are you arriving again? We arrive on the eighth of October. Yeah. 8th of October. Okay. Yes. Okay, you'll get the nectar of the dust of Govardhan all over you in total exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> As you do your Dandavat Parikram with Jai Jagannath. <laughs> with your blessings. Oh, no. It's going, to be, it's going to be such a nice experience. And somehow I'm, I'm constantly meeting people that are that are going. I know Daivi Shakti is going to do that. And then I spent some time with um, Cindy and Steve, who are going also. So a lot of people are going. Okay. Anybody else say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj, Surya Radhika here. And one of my friends is here as a guest, and she heard your class and enjoyed it. Thank you, Maharaj. What, what is your name? Ghazal. Ghazal. So, such a nice pleasure to meet you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I love the people of Iran. That's everyone's <laughs> prejudice. Anybody else? Thank you, Maharaj. Maharaj Yudhisthira, my obeisances, Hare Krishna. I thought you said Maharaj Yudhisthira. <laughs> oh, well, I did, but not in the way that you... Uh... <laughs> right. I just, it's the same thing. You look at it humble, and I look at it as high. <laughs> okay, Haribo. Haribo. We missed you. Yeah, I had a... Uh, I wasn't in Radhyatra. I had a fall in Spain and tore you one of my quad muscles. So, yeah. You had to do yeah, that. So, I couldn't have handled the walk, but next year, hopefully. Well, I'm just telling you, I probably wouldn't have seen you anyway. There was just so I know. many people this year. It was like really something. I mean, Prabhupada's mercy, Krishna consciousness spreading more and more. Yeah, the Sadhu Sangha is like that also for many of us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. 
Netyangi, how are you? My prayer is that one day I may visit and go on my famous tour of your country. Wow, wow. How do you want? Only to eat and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's just a take. We are waiting for that, Mara. Just, I want the, the exotic orange blossoms and the dates that wow. just, the wow. date that just grow once a year and put glove jubbins to shame yeah. and uh, the supreme personality of rice and the pomegranates bigger than my head and a room full of sweet lemons. I won't even drink water there. I'll just be taking sweet <laughs> lemons. That, that's... <laughs> that, that's we, we bring you a, lemon, a, a sweet lemon tree. <laughs> right. And you remember you made, you brought all those pomegranates and you, you, you made me that pomegranate juice. You can't yeah. get this. It's, this is all, every place else is bogus. No other place has pomegranates. They're all. Oh my! I'm waiting for that. They're all Maya pomegranates. They're illusory pomegranates. <laughs> they're not real pomegranates. You can't get it. What you get in America is good apples. <laughs> good apples and blueberries, berries and apples. That's it. But any tropical fruit, it's no good. Okay. Okay, anybody else? You see, I'm in such a mood that I'm just, I'm in this mood from yesterday. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Krishna Amrita. Thank you so, so much for the class. My internet connection is not very good now in summer. So okay. <laughs> thank you, great. Yeah, every country we speak to is suffering. It doesn't matter. It's Russia, Iran, America. It's all suffering. Anybody else? Hi, Krishna Gumaraj. This is Kishori Radha. Oh, Hi, Bao. Hi, no, Krishna. No Priya? Uh, she's at Gopas. She's probably listening. She's probably listening there. Of course she's listening there. Yeah. She's very shy to say hi. <laughs> She says hi. <laughs> Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Gurudev. This is Amala. Amala? Okay. Great. Hare Krishna. You. Thank you very much. Good. Anybody very else? nice. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. One or two more people. Hare Krishna. Don Kaley. Don Kelly, this is my my house there. Yeah, uh, thank you for allowing us to serve you the, these past couple of days, and uh, we already miss you. So come back soon. Right, is my room is which, your room is right, right behind me? 
That's my room. Windows on three sides, overlooking the lake. What time did you get back yesterday? Uh, about seven. That was great for Amal, you know. So he yeah, have to fight back and forth. J Jim said he misses you too. So please I miss come Jim too. Okay, I <laughs> well, Good. Anybody else say hello? Okay, I see all the names, it's great. <laughs>